1: This episode of the Power Ranking Show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet BetOnline is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, basketball, baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and the easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts.
0: And that, of course, is the voice of at Marcus underscore Mosher. This is the Power Rankings Podcast, AKA The Power Rankings Show. And uh, we are happy to be sponsored by Bet Online, joined by or joined on the uh, Believe Network, of course, and Brinks TV. And uh, we have got picks today. We've got four games and we've got some news. And uh, Marcus really wants to talk about the Cowboys news. Except not at all. But before look, before we get to the coaching stuff, your football card collection, um, you've entered in like a new, I don't know if it's a problem or an addiction, but a new phase of nerddom that I frankly didn't. I I thought when you told your wife the Nintendo Switch was good for your marriage that that was like Mm -hmm. kind of putting you on this road to where you're going to end up. On the
1: spectrum a little bit. But now, I don't know. So, what, what please share again what you you've been doing the last few days. So, I've been really working on my football card collection—not just base cards, but like cards that I think have some real value. So, what I've been doing is I've been taking those cards and then basically inputting them into a Excel spreadsheet where I have the card, the year, the variation, how much they're going for currently online, and then the price they paid for it. Just so. I can get an accurate representation of how much my cards are actually worth and how much money I've lost buying sports cards this year.
0: Sweet. You know, I would think that you would have done the base cards because if there's one person that's really great, I can only think of one person that's better at feeding the base than you are. Uh, now that's a No different idea what you're referring to. <laughs> But you, I mean, like when you dog on Jalen Hurts, it makes Cowboys fans feel better about their quarterback on Twitter. Of course the refs, you're notorious. Uh Ezekiel Elliott contract stuff, you're overdue. I mean, it's how many days has it been since uh I mean, you said I, something listen, about the
1: <laughs> we we've we've moved on. We're uh we're on to different players now. We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah. On to Cincinnati. Listen,
0: I don't want you to feel bad because I've I've done something Far more nerdy than you did, and I I won't share it at this time, Uh, but I I just want you to know, uh, I'll tell you when I'm finished, it's way worse. I promise. Um, I want to say that I'm shocked about things that have transpired with Mike Tomlin and with Mike McCarthy, but I'm not. I am a little stunned that Bill Belichick's on a second interview with Atlanta already.
1: Yeah, I, it seems like that thing is going to be wrapped up pretty soon. Is it just something with the the, the first name Mike for coaches between Mike McDaniel, Mike Tomlin, and Mike uh, McCarthy all losing in round one? I'm just starting to notice this trend now. Maybe don't hire coaches named Mike.
0: I Well, uh, Mike Munchak. Oh, well, maybe that wasn't a good example. Uh.
1: So what, our next one is, next one is Mike McDonald, uh, the Ravens defensive coordinator. Maybe stay away from oh. that one if you're like the you know,
0: Carolina Panthers. I thought you were talking about Michael McDonald. Like, hey, like, uh, Doobie Brothers, Michael McDonald. No, not that guy, huh? All right. Well, no. doggone it. Maybe, uh, maybe Mike Furry.
1: Mike Furry. <laughs> yeah. Best, best defensive back turn receiver in NFL history. Uh, uh, back to Belichick. Yeah. I am a little surprised that this is the job that Belichick seems like he's circling, right? Because in some ways, it feels very much like the job in New England, right? Like, no franchise quarterback, some good pieces here and there. The defense is not great. Unless the only reason Belichick likes this job is because he views the NFC South as a weak division that he could potentially run over the next three years.
0: Yeah, I, like I said, I'm I'm pretty surprised by it myself. But if you think about it from this context, um, you know he's he's looking at the wins record, right? That's one thing. And number two, yeah, yeah, number two, you know, when he took over the Patriots in 2000, I think it's important to note that the Patriots had only been to one Super Bowl. That was Super Bowl 20 in 1985. They got absolutely blown out by the Bears in historic fashion. And this was a franchise that really needed a kind of some kind of M.O., you know, a new organizational culture and quite frankly, history. Um, Atlanta is not much different. I mean, they... You know, they had the famous uh, comeback that the Patriots, Belichick's Patriots, put on them and after the 2016 season. 1998 season, they had a surprising win in the championship game over the Vikings. Uh, nobody saw that coming, and then the Broncos absolutely blew them out. And then their other really great team that they had in their history was all the way back in 1980, and they got upset at home despite being the number one seed by the Dallas Cowboys with a brand-new starting quarterback, Danny White. So – um, it, you know, this is a chance for Bill Belichick to kind of rewrite an organization's history. So I can at least see the allure of it from that sense. I'm having a hard time seeing the lure or the allure of the extension for for Mike Tomlin, because it seems like a lot of Steeler fans don't want that. You live in Steelers country, um, and he just hasn't had any playoff success in recent memory at all. I know they're competitive every year and they play for him, but it seems like it's still a tough, Sell to
1: your fan base. I think Mike Tomlin's a really good coach, but I think there are times where it makes sense for both sides to move on. I think Mike uh, Mike Tomlin has done a really good job of getting this team to play at a consistently high level. But you look at the success over the last seven years; no playoff uh, wins. They're always hovering around nine to ten wins. They've been blown out in the first quarter of these games in their last five playoff games, Elliot. They have been outscored sixty six to zero in the first quarter in the playoff games. Sixty six to zeros. Um, I just wonder. Maybe it's time for Pittsburgh to go in a different re- direction. Maybe it's time for Tomlin to go to a different team, or maybe he steps away from a year for a year. That's not happening. He's coming back in twenty twenty four, likely on a new contract.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely surprising uh, to me uh, in the sense that. I kind of just thought that this would – how do I say this the right way? I thought this would be kind of a nice departure. You know what I mean? Like not sure. Mike yeah. Tomlin getting fired. They kind of go like, like, look, the guy's been great. And Mike Tomlin said, hey, I've really enjoyed my time, but we just need a break kind of thing. Well, like,
1: I mean, kind of what the Patriots did with Belichick. That he didn't get fired. They just kind of mutually decided, hey, it's probably best for both parties to walk away. I don't see why that would have been a problem.
0: I, I don't either. I'll say this about Mike Tomlin. I know there's been a lot of comparisons have been made between he and Mike McCarthy, uh, both of whom are considered to be good head coaches, but rumored to be on their way out, and now they're not. And, of course, both teams got bounced in the wild card. The difference to me, at least one difference, and I think there's a lot of differences. Uh, Mike McCarthy certainly had more regular season success as of late, but mm-hmm. there's no question the Steelers put up much more of a fight in that game than the Cowboys did. Uh, It was a system-wide failure, uh, organizationally top-down. And so with Mike McCarthy, I told you this on the phone, and I'll say it again. I understand the Cowboys defense was the worst aspect of the loss. But they all played bad. Other than Jake Ferguson and a couple offensive linemen, the offense was terrible. It's it's like, I, I don't care how many points they put up against backups. So... To make Dan Quinn the scapegoat and run it back with the, the same head coach and the same quarterback, I'm not saying it's the wrong thing to do, but I just, I it's it's something where you kind of scratch your head and you say, really, you're going to put all this on Dan Quinn?
1: Really? I agree. Um, on the same time for the Steelers, I, I know it's a lot. Of, well, we don't have figure out the quarterback, and you can't really judge Tomlin unless they get the quarterback. At the same time, Mike Tomlin is the guy that wanted to sign Mitch Trubisky as Mm -hmm. a bridge quarterback. Mm -hmm. He's the one that wanted to draft Kenny Pickett. And we even got word today in his press conference, they asked him about the quarterback situation, and it's, Kenny's our guy, and we're going to bring Mason back for competition. I I just don't see how in a conference with Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, CJ Stroud, and name all the other quarterbacks, how Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph are going to be enough to get them to the next level.
0: I agree, but at least they're going to compete. Uh, they are, they're know, going to compete. I, there's no
1: doubt. I'm, I have no I'm doubt. all
0: for competition, you know, and so um, look, it, man, if I was a Steelers fan, I wouldn't feel great about this. I'd feel like, okay, look, I respect the job Mike Tomlin has done. There's no question, but, you know, are we going to keep doing the same thing year over year, year over year uh, as a, 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 if you're following the Cowboys, um, there is no competition. There's no, comp- There's no fire being lit under Dak Prescott. None. His coach is buddy-buddy with him. There's no, and I don't expect him to have to compete for the job, but I do think it's fair to say we expect more from everyone, not just Dan Quinn. You know, sure. it's it's got to be on the players. It's got to be on the head coach, and it's got to be on the quarterback, and it's got to be on the owner. And I just, I think people are a little surprised that Mike McCarthy's back. If they are going to run it back, Marcus, does it make sense to run it back with all the same things? So no. same DC, no. same head coach, same quarterback, and same style of play. No. Are we just going to throw it around the yard and finish number one in offense and have a lot of empty calories again? Or are we going to actually
1: build a team that can win in January? I mean, I still think they can be the number one offense. I don't think that's. I don't think being the number one offense is a negative thing. But I do agree with it. You you have to evolve in, in some way. This can't be the 2003 Cowboys and or sorry, the 2023 Cowboys in 2024. Yeah, how dare you take the 2003 Cowboys out of your mouth? As somebody who sorry. grew up on those Cowboys, I mean this yes. this is so much more fun watching a team that can actually throw the football. Uh, you got to evolve some way, and bringing back all the same players and the same coaches isn't going to do that. So I- I'm curious to see what Mike McCarthy's plan is to be better in 2024. The odd thing is the or the ironic thing is uh,
0: the 2003 Cowboys had the same result as these Cowboys bounced in the in the wild card round, and a in a actually that Cowboys team played better against the Panthers than this one played against Green Bay, and that's saying and, something. But well, that game was pretty it, bad too. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, they found out. I think there weren't a bunch of the Panthers on bloateroids that they found out after the game. I mean, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, Let's talk some games. You know, I just I would I just say this. I told you this on the phone. I want to say it to our listeners. I don't care if the Cowboys have the number one offense. I don't care. I'd rather the Cowboys have the eighth-ranked offense or the tenth-ranked offense that can run the ball situationally, not turn it over in playoff games, And have less yards, less points. That's fine. I got news for you. When you control the clock a little bit, you're going to have less yards and less points because you're going to have less possessions. That doesn't mean your offense is less effective. It's actually more effective because you travel well and you have a chance to win in the playoffs. So I'd like to see Dallas at least change something up, Marcus, anything. You know, um, I I don't think Cowboy fans are going to be able to aren't going to want to sit through an 11- or 12-win season, like that's a bad thing, I should say. But
1: but then get bounced again, you know? That's all. They might be changing up like their their personal protector and the punt team. I'm hoping that's enough <laughs> to get them over the uh
0: Jeez. Right, you want to talk Ravens-Texans? I did.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. Texans at Ravens. The Ravens, as of right now, this line has moved quite a bit, uh, but it's Ravens minus 9.5.
0: I don't know why my face is so red, by the way. My face is like red. It's like I I don't know what I did. Check my blood pressure talking about Mike McCarthy and, All those fireball and shots stuff before you get on. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I you know, I have some fireball if you'd That's like a, some. Uh, I have some. All right. Um you said this is moved quite a bit. Why do you think that is?
1: It's really hard for teams that play the wild card round to go play uh number one seeds. Uh, at home, you know, on when they're getting this much rest. We should also mention on the Ravens side, no Marlon Humphrey this week. He's out with the calf injury. That's a big deal when you're going sure up is. against Nico Collins. However, Mark Andrews was a full participant in practice all week long and he's trending uh in the direction of playing this week.
0: What do you said it was nine and a half?
1: Nine that's a lot of points.
0: It's a lot of points, man. I'm I'm I I know the Texans were really bad in Baltimore week one, but it was CJ Stroud's first start ever. Um, the Texans have a young team. It was first start for several guys on that team because they got a heck of a rookie class this year. I just think it's a different team right now. And the Ravens haven't played meaningful football, Marcus, in a long time. You know, they didn't play meaning, you know meaningful football the last week of the season. They were off last week. I think the Texans cover this all day. I, I will take the Ravens to win at home,
1: though. I'm taking the Ravens to win, and I'm going to take the Ravens to cover. I, I think this game is going to be close. Like the first half, I won't be surprised if it's like a 13 to seven, 13 to 10 game. And I think as the game goes on, the talent level starts to to show itself a little bit. I I would love to see the Texans win this game, but I think Baltimore is is they're just too good on both sides of the ball. And we should mention they've had a lot of injuries on the offensive line all year they have all five starters all five starters off the injury report that's a big deal when you're playing the texans i'll
0: just say this too for the for the texans on offense do what you did against cleveland and take some shots down the field because if you try to do a lot of the short stuff against this team their linebackers are so fast and their safety is so long like you know those kind of little plays can get disrupted really easy easily by this group because the recovery time is so quick that you're not always just getting that free gimme against them. I I don't, I don't know how many plays I saw Kyle Hamilton break up this year. Roquan Smith is, is he the fastest backer
1: in the league? Uh, I I think he is. I mean, the only one that's like in contention with him is his teammate, Patrick queen, who is also (laughs) ridiculously fast. And that's what makes me a little bit nervous of. I'm a Houston fan is their linebackers are so quick. um, And they've got the safeties that can make plays in the middle of the field. I think Baltimore's going to win and cover. They're faster than EJ Speed. His name is literally Speed,
0: right? Yes, literally, literally. Uh, any concerns about the Baltimore offense against the Texans defense? I don't have any. I think Baltimore's going to be able to do what it does. No. But this is not exactly a scoring juggernaut either. I mean, you can't stop the Ravens offensively.
1: You can. I. I just won't be shocked if this is the game the Ravens unlock or unleash Odell Beckham a little bit. Like they've been using him this year. Like it's not to say that healing is a couple targets, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, okay, we've been saving Odell for the for the playoffs. Let's give him eight targets in this game. Give him some uh, some routes down the field. I think I think the Ravens are going to be good in offense in this game. I I, I know in previous years they've struggled when they've had this number one seed. I I don't think that's going to be the case this year. I think they're going to come out hot.
0: I think the key in terms of personnel is the Texans' offensive line against the Ravens' front. The Ravens' front has been not dominant this year, but they've gotten really timely play from older veterans. And if the Texans can stonewall them earlier or make the older veterans have to play more snaps because the young guys in rotation aren't doing anything, that's a win for Houston. And then that means Houston can throw the ball down the field. If Houston has to rely on bubble screens and little quick slants, this is not the team to do that against. Uh, So I, 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 that to me is a key matchup may not be sexy, but I think that's what it is. I do think Stroud will play well. Let's go to another young quarterback, uh, Brock Purdy Uh, going at it again. I'm sure he's hoping that the playoffs go differently this time for him. Personally, he got hurt last year in the championship game.
1: What are you thinking on the uh, Saturday night game? I think if Kyle Shanahan was smart, he'd have like seven quarterbacks in the active roster this week just to make sure that what happened last year never happens again. Are like they taking actually yeah. throw the ball? Uh, so this spread is 49ers by nine and a half. It's actually gone down a little bit. And if I set the, to- the over-under on rushing yards in this game for the 49ers at like 199 and a half, I still might pick the over based off of how this matchup has gone in playoff history over the last 10 years.
0: Yep. Yeah, th- there's been some big, big games. Debo famously iced the game uh, two years ago, 2021, in the snow when they had to have it. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, I think, ran for 162. Was yeah. that right? Something yeah. like that. And that was in the 2012 um, playoffs.
1: You know, man. Raheem Mostert had 200 yards and three oh, touchdowns yeah. in, that 2020, in the 2019-2020 yeah, playoffs. You know
0: what I remember about that championship game? They kept pushing nine one one Lone Star, a new show with uh, Rob Lowe. Yeah, over and, and over in the championship actually, it's game.
1: It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: you know it's interesting. I said let's kind of I transition. Let's go from one really young quarterback to another, and I didn't say Jordan Love. And it and I think people think of Jordan Love as like really really young, when actually Brock Purdy is the <laughs> has been in the league less time than Love, but because Purdy has played so many big games at this point. We kind of think of him as a veteran and Jordan Love as the the young guy. You know, it's just an interesting thing. Do you think that, A, the time off because Purdy did not play against the Rams, it was Sam Darnold, is going to hurt Purdy? And do you think Jordan
1: Love will be able to repeat what he did against the Cowboys? It might hurt Purdy a little bit to get it into rhythm. But Kyle Shanahan is so good at that opening script to make sure that Purdy you know, gets some easy throws. I, I'm not too worried about it. Elliot, I kind of think the 49ers are just going to smoke the Packers. I think a lot of people are excited about Green Bay because of how they looked last week against Dallas. And they look really good, just to be clear. San Francisco is a different animal. And they can attack you in so many different ways. And they've got the guys on defense. It's going to make it really hard for Jordan Love to have success because the Cowboys didn't have the linebackers to deal with some of the, the run stuff and then the play action. San Francisco does. I think this is going to be a... 38 to 21, type of game. I I think San Francisco covers this spread pretty easily. What is it, nine and a half on this one? Nine and a half, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to take San Francisco to win by 10. That's literally what I was thinking coming into this game. That's close to a push here. Obviously, you can't win by nine and a half, though. You're not going to have a push. What's the total on this 50 game? 50 and a half. I'll take, oh, golly, that's right on. Ugh.
1: I'll, I'll take the over. I, I just think Sam Fran's going to score a bunch of points in this game.
0: Yeah, I think I like the spread a little bit more than the total on this, but I still like the Texans to cover more. Let's go to the uh, the Sunday game, the the regular Sunday. Game. Yeah.
1: Just to be clear, I think the Forty ers money line is my favorite bet of the week. Like, if you just want to have like a ten thousand dollar bet, like we talk about, mm-hmm. I just I don't see the Forty ers losing this game. I, I it's right. Not gonna
0: happen. Uh, no, I'm one. with
1: you there. Bucks at Lions. The Lions are six and a half point favorites. Oh gosh,
0: I like. Tampa uh, Bay. I th- I knew you were going to say that, and I don't blame you. I I could in plus. What if Tampa Bay just gets kind of a touchdown right at the end to get them within a field goal, but they just kind of run out of time? Yeah. You know, I could see that happening. But I think Baker Mayfield is going to play good again. I do. I I believe in the guy I do, and Detroit. I don't want to say last week was their Super Bowl, but it was a huge,
1: huge game. It was an emotional I, win. It's going to yes. be hard to, to to get that type of emotion back in this game. I can also just see. I was super impressed by Todd Bowles' defense against Philadelphia, and I know Philadelphia has been struggling on offense, but like they were so aggressive in that game, and I know that that can backfire. But Jared Goff is one of the few quarterbacks where if you can pressure him early, his game just dramatically changes. I just yes. won't be surprised if Todd Bowles is like, hey, we're sending six on every play, and you better get used to trying to beat the splits over and over again. I'll say this about Goff, though. There's been a lot of games where he's had multiple turnovers, and
0: you're like, oh, gosh. And then he comes back. He comes bounces right back, you know, and it's boom, 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 especially at home. He actually played really well when they played on the road earlier this year and I know he hasn't had a lot of good road experiences uh, with the Lions, um, performances, rather. I actually think there's going to be a lot of scoring in this game. I'm looking at Detroit 28-24.
1: The total for this game is 49, so it's high. And I just lost
0: you for a second. That's I right. don't know I why. Said, the, the total for this <laughs> My-
1: game is 49, which is high, but I I'm inclined to take the under here. I think we're going to get like a... 23 to 20 type of game. Hmm. 49. You said 49. I'm i I'm, I'm taking the under.
0: Yeah. I missed the first part of what you said. Cause for some reason, my AirPods pick up my cell phone and just cuts right in. Um, I, you know, I, I'm going to take the over here because I, I think, I think honestly, because of Baker Mayfield, I think he's going to play a lot better than he did in their first meeting. And I, I, See it being a really tight game. So I'm going to go with you. Tampa Bay to cover, and I'm going to go the over. So I'm going to go against you there.
1: Okay. So the first three games, the spreads were nine and a half, nine and a half, six and a half. The closest spread of the week. Chiefs at Bills. When I sent this into Courtney this morning, it was minus three. Since it's moved down to minus two and a half, Buffalo.
0: Okay. I was going to guess Buffalo by three and a half. Um, I thought. Vegas might think the conditions are going to be tough for Kansas city when they're not at home, but you know, three and a half is not that big a deal. Two and a half actually makes sense uh, given that Kansas city did just play in this. So it's not like it's, it's not like they're not used to it. I just thought maybe Vegas would look at it like, yeah, not only they're going to have to play in conditions, but Patrick Mahomes hasn't won games on the road in the playoffs. He hasn't played a game on the road in the playoffs. Exactly. So that's why I kind of went to three and a half. I'm like, okay, number one, he hasn't played on the road. Number two, he's going to have to play in these conditions again. And it's not on, you know, it's not with all the conveniences. You know, we don't think about that a lot. But when you're in your own stadium, you know where to go for this, where to go for that. You're just in the comfort of your own place. I mean, if I'm freezing my butt off, I want to be – you know where i you know i want to be at my house or, right. or where i know i can go to be comfortable um that said i worry about how thin buffalo is on defense in this game man i really do i mean say so, what you want about the chiefs receivers and stuff rice has come on and patrick mahomes is a he's the best quarterback in the nfl i don't care if he doesn't get the mvp this year he played a great game against miami last absolutely. week
1: absolutely Uh, A couple things. Kansas City actually has a two-day rest advantage here because they played on Saturday night at home. Sure. Buffalo played at 4.30 Eastern time on Monday. I do think that makes a little difference, especially in a playoff game. Uh, Buffalo on a short week. I'm just going to run through really quickly some of the injuries that Buffalo has on the defensive side of the ball because I think it makes a difference. Rasul Douglas, their number one corner Uh, He's been dealing with a knee injury. Didn't practice all last week. I don't think he's going to play this week. Christian Benford, their other corner. He hurt his knee last week against the Steelers. Didn't come back. Their all-pro nickel cornerback, uh, Teron Johnson, he has a concussion. Left that game, did not come back. Taylor Rapp, their third safety, left the Week 18 game. Didn't come back. Probably not going to play. Their linebackers, Matt Milano, Terrell, Terrell, uh, Bernard, Tyrell Dodson, all out because of injuries. I mean they are you're getting they signed down to AJ like, Klein
0: off the street and the dude played how many snaps last I,
1: week? Uh they're getting to the point of almost no return on defense where you are really, really thin at some key spots. Even all that said, it doesn't really change my pick. I know you haven't
0: picked it yet. I'll 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 pick it here first. I like Kansas City to win this game outright. Um I think they are gonna win on the road. And I'm not gonna just say because of Patrick Mahomes. Steve Spagnuolo's defense has been the most consistent unit in the league this year. I think Jim Schwartz's defense was the best statistically, if I'm not mistaken. But Spagnuolo's defense has rarely let that team down. I don't think they are here. Uh, It'd be interesting to see what Buffalo will get on the ground with Cook, but um, I'm taking Kansas City to win outright.
1: I I struggle with this one because I – I agree with all the points you made, and that's why I think probably Kansas City will win and they probably should win. My gut, though, tells me that Buffalo is going to win this game. I think we're just going to get an awesome Josh Allen game where he runs the ball 12 times and he's laying his body out on the line because he knows how important this game is. I I, I think Josh Allen's going to outplay Patrick Mahomes on Sunday, and that's going to be the difference in the game.
0: Well, the other thing that might be the difference in the game for Buffalo's favor, and one reason it does uh make it hard is I could see Stephon Diggs just stepping up and having a phenomenal game, making some one handed catches, making it easier for Josh Allen, coming back to the ball. You know, it just making the kind of plays that Kansas City's receivers are just not there yet. So that you don't you not only have the quarterback playing that way but you also have the number one receiver playing out of their mind. And when you have a top flight quarterback and a number one receiver who are both playing out of their mind in a big game, it, it, you know, it makes it a lot easier to win again. It's up to whether this really thin Buffalo bills defense can at least hold the fort because if they let the chiefs play fast in the first quarter um, and give those, those receivers confidence and that offense
1: confidence, I think it's going to be a long day for them. We should mention that Buffalo did beat the Chiefs this year in Kansas yes. City. Now, there was a controversy or controversial call with Kadarius Tony lining up off sides, but this was before Buffalo was playing well. This is when Buffalo was slumping and they still beat them. I, I think they're going to go into this game, especially with us being in Buffalo with the most confidence they've ever had playing the Chiefs.
0: Well, Josh Allen made some unbelievable plays in that game. Yep. Uh, so, okay, so you are taking Buffalo then to cover this spread two and a half.
1: Why not? Yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. really conflicted on that. That's the one I feel the the least confident about. But I'm going to go ahead and pick a Buffalo. Okay, so let's uh, review our picks. All right, so Ravens Texans. We both like the Ravens to win. I like the Ravens to cover. You like the Texans to cover. 49ers Packers we both like the 49ers to win and cover. Bucks Lions I'm taking the Bucks to cover. I don't know who's going to win that game. I know you're <laughs> picking the Lions to win, the Bucks to cover, correct? Yep, yep, yep. And then this Chiefs and the bills over. Yeah, in the over. Chiefs Bills It's this is really a pickem for me. I I'll lean Buffalo, but you're taking Kansas City
0: yeah. Uh, final thought from me is I really like your idea of taking the money line on the 49ers. So if somebody went and bet a thousand bucks this week, uh, what would they win?
1: Ooh. Uh, all right. I, I'm pulling it up here right now, courtesy of our friends at Bet Online. You bet a thousand bucks, or t- uh, yeah, a thousand bucks. You win like two hundred bucks.
0: Okay. Well, you go home with twelve hundred dollars. That's a lot of trips to sure. uh, you know In and Out. Yeah, there you go, which I just learned was not a tire shop. It's uh, where you get really good hot chocolate. Uh, yeah. Your final thoughts,
1: sir? I think we're going to be in for a good divisional uh, round. Last week, me too. Frankly, kind of sucked. Like we had one competitive game and there were several. Well, there was just one that I didn't even watch the fourth quarter because I was kind of disgusted. I think we're going to have like three really, really good games. And I couldn't be more excited despite my team not playing.
0: I think the bills chiefs is the best game on the docket and it may be the best second best game of the weekend. But if you leave the opponents out, like you don't think about who's playing and just what kind of game I have a feeling, Tampa Bay Detroit is yeah. going to be wildly entertaining. Um, it's just the least sexy of the games probably, but uh,
1: you, you yeah. know how much I love good quarterback matchups. It really doesn't get better than Mahomes, Allen, And I really want Buffalo to win because not only am I a lifelong Buffalo bills fan, But it would be really cool for this to be like an even bigger rivalry because Mahomes has kind of owned Allen in the playoffs. If Allen can do it this time, we could really have Brady Manning part two.
0: Bills fans will be awfully depressed if they lose again to Kansas City. And if you'd like to further your depression as a Cowboys fan, just head on over to Locked On Cowboys. Uh, My brother texted me today. He said it's it's a tough listen these days. (laughs) <laughs> They're depressed right. over there. Uh, obviously, you can listen to Marcus's work on the Lockdown Network, not just on Lockdown Cowboys, but on Lockdown Dynasty as well. He covers the Raiders for USA Today, Raiders Wire, and he writes for the 33rd team. He is at Marcus underscore Mosher on Twitter. And we thank the good folks at Brinks and Believe and, of course, Bet Online. and we will talk to you guys later. Enjoy your football weekend, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.